Welcome to the Landco Podcast. This is the year-round waterfowl hunter series, where we dissect the monthly activities of a successful waterfowl hunter. I'm your host and managing partner at Landco, John O'Reilly. Okay, guys, welcome back to the uh, Landco Podcast, the year-round waterfowl hunter. We're recording this one a little late. We're recording it in June, but we're talking about back in May again with Jody Graff. Jody, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Man, thanks for waiting up for me. <laughs> yeah. So tonight we're recording this one late because uh, he was just explaining the other day that like nothing broke down, which is more rare than you would think. And may I also say we tried to do this like a week ago, and he what you cut through your internet line? Oh yeah, yeah. So. They don't tell you that it may only be a half an inch under the ground. <laughs> Who would put it a half inch under the ground? <laughs> well, it was marked with a flag, but I mean... You're like, I'll go like a foot. Surely it'll be more than a, you know, a quarter inch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we are up late. We'll try to roll through this. Um, I have a feeling um, we were both in the same boat in May, right? It was like so at least here, rain, right? So you were in scramble mode. Can we start there? Yeah. Okay. So I actually got, which to us is kind of monotonous, but I, for the few minutes we tried to do our podcast last week, we kind of chatted, like, I think some of this may be valuable to the people buying this stuff because they, I don't think people fully understand the uh, plan B, plan C, plan D, plan F like sort of mentality that you have to have to have consistently good results. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I actually got the beginning of May started out good. I don't know if you remember back then, but at least here we finished everything up, man. We finished all of our corn up. Um, we were feeling great. We were feeling great. And then like, what was that? The end of the first week of May hit. Is that when life fell apart for you too? Oh man, it, <laughs> it's been rough. You, you know, you can't get a half inch of rain. It's four inches, or it's two and a half in forty-five minutes, or five inches of rain. Right. So, give us the rundown of where you started in May. Well, I was going to say where you started, where you ended, but that might not even be fair because it bounced up and down so many times. But where did you start? Where were you? Were you close to done with your grains or where were you in terms of planting when all that stuff started or levy work or whatever it was? Yeah. So we, we started on some of the flood protected uh, wetlands and, and some of the hill, hill ground farms, uh, in late April, early May, right, right there, you know, the end of our first week of turkey season. And Anyway, we got a pretty good start. Had a nice little window, but man, we got pounded with rain, you know, later on in May and not just once, but twice and three times. And, and so we've replanted some stuff three times already. And it just seems like we just haven't been able to get out of the starting block, you know. Um, but that, that was the story in May. We'd plant and supposed to get a half an inch of rain and it would rain four inches or yep. We'd plant and it'd rain five inches, and you know, not not even the river, you know, backing up into some of these properties. Just the surface water, it couldn't get rid of. So, in all fairness, how often does this happen in the last five years? Because for us, it's happened like four. <laughs> uh, 
it's, it's been a rough few years. You know, 18, 18 was was wet in the beginning and then turned off super dry and really dry, yeah. really dry all summer long. Then October of 19, we went into what seems like, you know, a flood that led to more and more. And, and we've been in that pattern since October of 19. Yeah. So I always say that because uh, I don't want to understate the importance of having a decent plan for when plan A doesn't work. Because we chatted last time, it's like the pieces that have plan A and it doesn't go well and they're done. Those are the pieces that like you look at the people like, man, they always seem to do good. Well, it's like, well, they have, they didn't stop. Like you said, sometimes it's the Hail Mary at the very end when you're broadcasting millet and, you know, beginning of August. At least you're trying something, right? So I do think this will be valuable because um, we went, so let's start here. How many times did your plans change in May? So ballpark. <laughs> From all right, so here's the thing: Plan A will go from the end of April until like now, right? And that's Plan A. We're planting 111 or 114 day corn, mm -hmm. and so after this week, we're going to 104 day corn, and after you know 10 more days, you know we get around the Fourth of July. We're starting to think about switching to Milo or, you know, let's say a 90 day corn or something, because if, if we just chase it, if we can just keep chasing it, um, you know, looking at that October 15th kind of drop dead day, we got to be got to be done by then. And likely we're going to have a good frost by then. Um, you know, clock's ticking. It started ticking. So, say that, what, day, what was your drop dead date again? Say that again. Uh, October 15th. Okay. So here's our problem, our issue. We'll, I'll get back to your uh, your plan B and C and stuff. Because I want to ask you about the short season corn. Because we did the same thing. We, um, we replanted everything. Whatever. 100 acres. Um, and some stuff we couldn't plant. And we got down to like, I think we planted, I always plant mine last because it's mine. We treat our clients, you know, they're first. So I got down to mine and I got some 99 day corn. Okay. And they have shorter corn. We just never have any luck with it here because it grows fine. But I, I feel like here, and maybe it's different there. Sure, it could be a 78-day corn, but we get past like, it depends on the, the year, but we get past like middle of September. And sometimes we're out of the weather to mature the corn, right? So it doesn't matter what you planted. It's done then because the weather says it's done. So we try to have our stuff like matured by like mid mid to late September, even though we don't have to flood it then, but we just might run out of days to mature it. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the case there because you're talking still. Are you are you guys still planting some corn? Maybe. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I planted a bunch of corn this afternoon um, in a WRP track, and yeah. and the water was just on it. You know, a week ago. Yeah. And you know a flood, and and now it's off and dried out enough. It's still still needs to dry a little bit, but but you don't, need, but you don't have a choice. Right? Yeah, we gotta go. We yeah. Gotta go. Okay. Yes. But you're, so what's your cutoff for corn there? Like, will you plant it for another? Uh... <clears throat> I'm planting 111 day. 
until the end of the week, and then we're going to switch to 104. Okay, we'll see. I'd be that'd be cool because we're kind of doing two different things there. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, okay. So back to back to planning your plan B, because here's where it gets at least for me where people don't understand where it gets a little tricky is because have you ordered the 104 day corn or the 99 day corn yet? Uh, you I don't know. Yeah, I need to call. I need to call Tyler like tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. So for us, and it's probably the same for your ass. Okay, some properties we manage flat pancake. It's either we're planting all of it or something, or we'll wait and plant all of it for something else. But most of our stuff that is not the case. So it's like, okay, we have this farm that's forty acres to plant. We're going to plant all corn. Okay, we can't plant all corn, but I feel like in two days we're going to be able to plant twenty acres of corn. So you just do it, right? Uh-huh. You take advantage of what you can. Well, man, that's what that, that's where you start introducing some diversity in your food source. True. If you go, you know, plant the corn on a higher elevation that dries out a little quicker. And then a couple of weeks later, take that next band, that elevation band and plant some Milo. And then go down that next elevation band, you, you know, let's say that's in, you know, beginning of uh, even August, if it, you know, if you get that late, go ahead and put something in there and you'll have different layers. Yeah. And as you bring the water up, you'll have different food sources. And if you think about it, I mean, depending on whether or not you guys are full on opening day, like, you know, we discussed a little bit yeah. in the last podcast, um, earlier in the season, they're going to, they're, they're going to hone in more on moist soil stuff. So let's think Japanese millet or something like that. Mm -hmm. And they're going to start looking for something with a little more, uh, you know, a little more heat to it. By the time we, you know, we get in November, they start moving off that moist soil and start looking to corn and acorns and yeah. something with a little more energy. And then by the end of the season, you know, whenever your water levels are the highest, they're going to be, you know, focused on only. I know. So it sort of forces us to do that. Even sometimes we don't want to, which I think sometimes is a blessing. I think it's cool. So our farm, my personal farm, and but we also don't know, like, are we going to, will we have enough weather to plant? We're like right on the sorghum line here. So we're like, we're going to do that for one more week. <laughs> so we're giving it one more week. <laughs> so we don't, we have some backstop of millet, but it's like, we don't know how much sorghum we're going to plant. So we don't know how much millet we're going to plant yet. But So you almost take it in stages. So our next band, because we've chatted, is going to be sorghum. Usually it's not. Usually Usually we go corn, or wherever we can't plant the corn, our next band is also corn, right? So, like, we'll go corn, like, 112, 114. Next band will be, like, a 99 day. This year we're not doing that. So we'll, I'll let you know how it goes. We're going corn, sorghum, millet, and buckwheat. And this year which we, we're trying a few farms uh, rice. But we don't know how much or where because we don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the uh, but we have the plan in place for all of it and that's the in truly in, in May we thought we there was like two or three different rain systems that came through right is that how it happened with you guys oh yeah so we're past it we're like you know what our corn is screwed it's fine 
Let's disc it on our next week. It should be dry the next week. So we're like, should we order the corn? <laughs> you know? We're like, nah, let's just make sure. And then another rain <laughs> you know, comes and you can't do any of it. But we're always like, probably, what do you think? Two plans ahead? Yeah. Three? Or what you, how many plans do you think you are ahead? Dude, dude, I've been sitting on the same plan. I've been waiting to do the same stuff for a month and a half. <laughs> oh. But at some point, are, I, there's no rain in the future, at least here in the forecast. But at what point do you shift from like, so right now you're probably still on like A.1, A.2, A.0, so now you're on like A.8. But at what point do you have to switch to B? Yeah. Um, so there's a couple of things that will push me there, and that's the amount of moisture that's in the ground. Like right now, we've got great ground moisture. You know, planting the corn deep, it's probably not going to seal up very good. Yeah. Um, but we're going to get it up and out of the ground. You, you know, pretty quick. Yes. If <laughs> if we run out of moisture, which which actually looks like it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, then we'll switch gears. Okay. We'll switch gears and go to maybe we'll work that ground and heroin or, or field cultivated in Milo or something like that. Um, but each year is, is a little different and you know, those optimal conditions fade and man, sometimes it's not worth taking the chance and not having a real good stand. I mean, we talked a little bit about at what point do you replant, right? I mean, it, is it 70%? Is it 50%? Like, what's the cutoff? And w would you rather have a stand of corn that is 50% versus a 90% stand of Milo? And, you know, so you weigh that stuff out, and uh, it is not easy. I mean, well, each, each client is different. There, If it was your personal farm and you had a 50% stand, would you replant it? Oh, yeah. 75%. 75%, I'll probably let it ride. Okay. That's the it depends. I'll probably, see, we just we just patched in the low spots again. Yeah. Just, just this week already. I, I mean, uh, yeah. that's the third time on that farm. Oh. <laughs> we, got, we got one going this way, one going this way, and the original row going that way. <laughs> We're running out of directions to go to keep it straight. You know, that's going to be some beautiful drone footage later in the year. Oh, God, it's going to look terrible. But, <laughs> I mean, but the the goal is try to get 30 plants or 30,000 plants of the acre. Yeah, 30,000 acre. Try to get them to grow. Yep. And if we can get there, I don't care how it looks. After, yeah. After I actually told so Jason, our double click manager, he showed up and he had this drill set to like thirty two thousand. Like, come on, man, back it down. We're our goals are low at the moment. We want thirty thousand. <laughs> uh, so I actually broadcast some uh, sorghum just because there were spots that were too wet to get to, but um, I didn't. There were wet enough that I didn't anticipate <clears throat> being able to get to in the next couple of weeks. So. Again, if it doesn't work, I'll throw some mill it out. But have you ever had any luck broadcasting some of them? Man, you broke up oh. there for a second. What was your question again? So I was saying I broadcasted some sorghum this year. Uh -huh. um, because I couldn't get to it, and I didn't anticipate being able to get to it. 
And I had plenty of seed, and this is one of my test plots, so I just tried it. Um, you ever just broadcast that stuff on and have any luck? Yeah. Um, sometimes it takes working it in. You, you know, yeah. run a run a hair or a field cultivator or something just to work it in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times we'll throw it with fertilizer. Yeah. Um, it makes a seed in the fertilizer and throw it all at the same time. Um, so we broadcast it. It's just, dude, it was even too wet to hit with like a hair up. It was a test plot. So I'm like, whatever, we'll see what happens. And if it doesn't work, we'll see if I can work it up again and mill it. But so far, it has not, like, you're right, like the spots where we were able to drive over, like the tire tracks are growing. Everywhere else is nothing. Well, give, all right, give Milo time. Okay. Like, when you think that you've given it enough time, give it another week <laughs> and, and just keep tabs on it because it will, it, it will take longer to, to get out of the ground and, and get yeah. going. Okay. This is our, first, we've only done Milo a few times. So because of your expertise, we're trying it more this, uh, <laughs> this year round, but, uh, that and rice, but, uh, did you work any dirt? What in May? Because we tried and then we stopped. We were lucky enough that we like, we didn't get too far deep. Uh, looks like you did, didn't it? Hill ground. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, well, not too bad. <clears throat> you didn't work any dirt that it was low and you just kind of wasted your time? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I did get a little bit uh, a little bit worked up that we planted today. Um, but I didn't work that ground again today. I'm, I'm going to no-till everything from here on out. I'm just, it's... It's a hard time of the year to try and work gumbo and have, yeah. you know, decent planting conditions. It just yeah. either dries out too quick or won't dry out. Or what about the stuff that you'll do later in July, the millet stuff? Will you do you actually drill that or you work that? Um, a lot of times millet we broadcast it and yeah. we'll try to go into mud flats, like yeah. the nastiest, muddiest, almost get stuck the whole time mud flat. Uh, those are the worst. Like, <laughs> walking around in boots, like up your knees in it. Right. But it grows right there. It's it, it likes it. Yeah. It yeah. It. Um, so we'll, we'll push that on some of the ground that's going to be a little drier. Uh, we'll try to disc it because, yeah. because of jet millet or, you know, even golden millet. We're not like a lot of the reason that we work the ground before we throw something like that. It's so that we get the benefit of the moist soil response next year. We need that soil disturbance this year. Even though we're basically throwing a cover crop, Yeah, we're banking on that moist soil response next year. And so that's where, you, you know, you start rotating your food plots around a little bit. And, and each year you're doing, let's say, a third and you're creating diversity. You're getting, you know, better moist soil plants. I know you guys are planting a lot of corn over there. But yeah. Well, so explain that again. You're saying if, if you break it up, if you just that stuff up, you're just turning it over. So next year there's going to be more diversity there if you just let it hard. Yeah. The the hope is to get more wild millet, Pennsylvania smart reed, more annual, uh, more soil type plants okay. um, that are naturally going to be there. Yeah. And that might be geared a little more towards let's say WRP property. Yeah. Because you can only plant 5% of the property in, in food plots, but you can disc 33%. Yeah. 
Um, so that 33% disking, you know, is helping you produce more, more stuff. Wild, wild millet, Pennsylvania smart weed, that kind of good stuff. Right. Okay. Well, we did stuff up. We have luck with millet on the mud flats, but once it dries out above that, if we don't work it, we have pretty minimal success. But if we work it, even if we can't get in there because it's too wet to uh, like heroin or something, it seems to find those little cracks and mm -hmm. a couple rains and it grows just a ton better for us. Yeah. So if it's not mud, we try to work it before. It seems to work pretty good. Same thing with the buckwheat. So we try to work most of that stuff. Like you said, unless it's mud flats, then we're, then we're good. But that's a nasty, nasty job. <laughs> yeah. You know what's going to be nastier? You should come up and help me on this one. The, uh, the rice, planting it. So we're going to plant it. We have probably, it's not big, but it's a test plot. We probably have four acres. It's six inches or less. And I don't know if we're going to be able to get like a boat out there. So I think we're going to be trekking it and like, you know, probably not even booze, probably like the waiters in August or whatever. No, it'll be second week of July. That'll be a nasty job. <laughs> yeah. I'll take some video of that. Figure out a way. Yeah. Shoot that through a backpack blower somehow. Have you ever done that? Uh, we did it some with millet. We're going to be doing a lot of it this year. So we've never used a backpack blower. I mean, people don't really use it there. I literally was talking to Pewter like a few weeks ago. I'm like, how can we do that? Man? Like, I got as desperate as like, can we just like reverse the shot back and just like blow it out there? Because it's not too far. It's just long. Like if we could blow it out there 40 yards, we'd be good. Yeah. You get the wind at your back and yeah. Up, up in the air and let yeah. it hurry. Yeah. So what do you use? What's the back black blower? So you use that to blow the seed. But yeah. Just put a tube, say a two-inch round plastic tube, and feed it from a hopper. Funnel it from the top. Yep. And you just got to try to meter it. I mean, it's a shot in the dark. Yeah. Okay. We're at the Hail Mary at this point, right? Yeah. But oh. you can sit in one spot. You, you can sit in one spot and do a pretty big area. Yeah. You get the wind at your back, and, you know, especially if you got a little drier ground, and you can stay on a little bit of drier ground and get all that nasty mud flat out there. Oh, we totally can, too. Yeah. I might have to figure that out. What, do you, what are you using for, like, a hopper to get your, like, because it's just backpack stuff. So how do you? It was, it was nothing pre-made like it, it, it was nothing manufactured it was pretty redneck <laughs> just like a dude with a bucket dumping it in at the top or it, it was elaborate um this year we're gonna have a little better setup we're actually gonna put two backpack blowers okay see yeah we're gonna put a big hopper up and tie them both in and put them on stands i mean it's gonna be like a video game <laughs> We all that. I'll, I'll send you some video. Yeah. It's going to be great. We need some video of that. I'll manufacture my own. We'll see who's better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're at, what, 20 minutes or so. It was an awful month. This month um, is actually, June has been awesome, right, so far? 
So yeah. we're like almost caught up on moving dirt again on projects. We're starting we're booking new projects. So this month, which we will record, hopefully not too far from now, yeah. we'll, we'll be action packed. So, but I think this is cool for people to know that a of neither haven't ever owned waterfall land or B that haven't, but have always just like stopped on plan a, um, because obviously there's more to it than that. So, what are we missing? Anything? Man, and the reason that that we can't just stop it at plan A is because we've got to provide quality habitat every year. That's what builds builds that rapport. You know, builds your flock, the ducks that are using your property. They're going to come there and check it out every single year. And as long as you can give them something, give them something. There are some years when we get a late July flood and we're screwed. And, and yeah. you know, sometimes it happens. But just keep plugging away. Because when all your neighbors don't do it, and you do, you succeed on plan C or D or E or F or whatever it is. And you've got all the ducks. All your neighbors are going to be like, man, I wonder what he did. You know, I wonder what he did. Yeah. And yeah, that's the guy working his ass off in June and yeah. July and making it happen. Um, nothing comes easy in, <laughs> in those wetlands. And right. No, 100%. That's why you're out there in mud boots and the flats spreading millet in the middle of July. <laughs> okay, well, um, let's do it again in like, what, three weeks? Um, are you guys moving dirt already this week? Or this month, or are you still planting stuff? Yeah. Um, no, we started moving dirt this week, and uh, we're going to get – we're going to have our hands full. We, it, it just needs yeah. to stay dry until October 15th. And, and we'll you say okay. that, but then we're going to run out of moisture, and <laughs> then, yeah. then you're going to be 99-day corn. Hey, man, bring on a drought. It's something different. Yeah. We haven't seen anything else except for rain for the last two years, man. We had a drought. Well, what was it? Now I lose track of my years. Either nineteen or eighteen. It was flood. Then we actually got our corn in after it, and like, like now we're like awesome. And then it didn't rain for in our, our <laughs> year. <laughs> yeah, for like a year. But it was like literally concrete. So like, well, nothing's gonna break through that. So don't don't be wishing the drought on us. <laughs> 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 uh, okay well uh you guys thanks for listening um unless jody get anything else to add are we good no man okay yeah. well we will try to be a little more punctual next week as long as jody doesn't run over anything um or break anything and we'll be back in about three weeks with episode six covering june and we will see you shortly thanks for listening